I just opened up Snapchat to try to figure out what my account name was called, and it was just Bernie Sanders yelling at me. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to episode 56 of the Erasable Podcast. Uh, Today is a short episode. We're just just taking the fresh points, talking about a few new things. Um. Here with me, as always, is uh, Tim Wassum. Hey, Tim. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. And uh, we have a special guest host today. Um, Johnny is not with us. for He has a very, very good reason. Um, unlike all those reasons that Tim gives. Um, <laughs> he's multiplying. <laughs> he is. He's having a baby. Uh, she was born this morning. So uh, we think that you will, you will appreciate um, his sub today. We have Caitlin Elgin from CW Pencils. Hey, Caitlin. Hello! Yay! Yay! So, <laughs> it's uh, it's good to get it's good to get a different voice on every now and then, I think. So, um, yeah, let's uh, let's go right into it. So, um, we're going to hit up the tools of the trade. Um, what we're kind of doing now, uh, just trying it out, is um, what are you watching, reading, listening to? Uh, if you want to say what you're drinking, that's cool. And if you want to say what you're writing with, that's cool too. How about you, Caitlin? Oh man, I didn't realize that we were starting it a different way this time because <laughs> I actually prepared two really, really good things for writing with and drinking. Oh, just that's, um, that's perfect. Let's but I can it. talk about what I'm reading as well. Yeah. So, <clears throat> in honor of the newest addition to the Gamber family, I am mm-hmm. drinking rosé. For baby Rose. Yeah. Oh, that's... I mean, not for baby Rose, but you know, like, cheers. <laughs> I guessed earlier uh, Wild Irish Rose, which, you know, is a little bit different than Rose, I guess. That's true. A little classier. Get some Four Roses, maybe? Yeah, Four Roses. <laughs> <laughs> so many options, and I had to go with the girliest. <laughs> no. um, I am writing with the coolest thing I've ever found. It is called the Ronson Pencil Lighter. It was first released in 1948. I did a, like a whole bunch of Googling on this because I'm so obsessed with it. It's a mechanical pencil with this really beautiful blue, like very dark blue enamel coating. And I don't know if you can hear this. It has yeah, a can. lighter on top of it. Oh, whoa. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like Googling it and I'm like looking up all these fantastic ads from 1950 on eBay and it's like to light with and to write with. Hey friends, oh, let me tell you, you amazing. know when you're writing and you got to relight your cigarette, <laughs> but you can't stop <laughs> yeah. writing. Well, now we have a solution. <laughs> it's so Man. cool. It's so cool. And like the all the advertisements I'm finding for it are like it's the perfect Father's Day gift and like <laughs> they're just it's just like classic from another era. <laughs> Man, Man, what jo- service? We, we, it's a Ronson. We joke about EDC, <laughs> right? It's like some original EDC stuff there. Can stick yeah, that <laughs> that's like up there. Like, yeah, for sure. I don't know. What do you think? You could put on the top of a pencil that would still be functional that you could just like whip out while you're writing, <laughs> like toothbrush or um, a little knife or like a little like pistol or something that would really do the EDC <laughs> thing. 
little knife. A Swiss Army pencil. I have an idea. What if we took a pencil and we put an eraser on the end of it? (laughs) And a shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's cool. It shot erasers. Yeah, so that's my, my new little toy. I'll have to show you guys a picture of it later. That's um, amazing. If we're still sharing what we're reading, I'm reading Imagica by Clive Barker right now. Hmm. It's very detailed and long, but also very interesting. I like Clive Barker. Me too. Yeah. Cool. cool. Uh, Tim, uh, how about you? I am uh, I'm drinking a Jack and Ginger. It's kind of like keeping myself cool over here. Super yeah. humid. Um, but I am reading a crazy little book called The Universal Baseball Association Incorporated J. Henry Way Proprietor. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a book from – actually, I have to check the, the title page. Um, it's a great podcasting right here. 1968. <laughs> Uh, it's from 1968, and it was—it's basically a novel about this guy who creates a dice baseball game. Hmm. Which, like, I played that growing up. Like, my sister made a dice baseball game board game that we played all the time. It was called Baseball Card Baseball, and it was, so it was apparently a thing. But this this book, I kept finding on lists of you know greatest sports books of all time, uh, and even novella lists because it's a short. A shortish book. It's basically about this guy who creates his own world and his own league, his whole baseball world that he plays in his apartment at night in New York City. Hmm. And then the sort of fantasy world of his baseball with his actual world starts to just kind of overlap and he just kind of starts to lose it. So it's, it's super fascinating. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Really enjoying it, even aside from just being a baseball nut. But <laughs> it's by Robert Coover. That's so really good. This sounds like tailor made for you, Tim. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. And this is like this is like before fantasy baseball existed and all that too, which is wow. uh, pretty wild. So speaking of things tailor made for me, I think we'll get to that yeah. in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, also, we're rewatching Northern Exposure. Have you guys ever watched this show? I watched it a little bit when it was on, and I think I was too young to really appreciate it because my dad yeah, watched yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never uh, seen it. Oh gosh, it's amazing, man! My uh, my wife and I watched it maybe four years ago, something like that, and then now we're just starting to watch it for a second time. And it's the if you haven't heard of it, the premise is this doctor who's been training at Columbia in New York can't find funding to pay for his medical school, and the only reply he gets from all these scholarship programs is from Alaska. Hmm. And so this like inner city New York doctor. Uh, flies to Alaska to work there for four or five years to pay off his student loans. Hmm. Like he agrees to be a physician in their uh, in their district, or he thinks he's going to be in Anchorage, but he ends up in this tiny town called Sicily that's just like super quirky, and it's run by this ex uh, astronaut named Maurice. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird little town, tiny town. It's it's just a wonderful show. You know, they it works in a lot of literature and music. Uh, in this just kind of podunk little place, so it's it's really great. I'd recommend it, and it's 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 definitely a a '90s show just to prepare <laughs> you for that when you watch it. But is, is it on Netflix? It's not. Okay. No, How are unfortunately, you well, we have the first two seasons on DVD, and then once we get to the season three, we'll uh, figure out what to do from there. <laughs> from there. <laughs> DVD, what's that? 
Yeah, for real. <laughs> Actually, the the first season DVD <laughs> comes. It's like a normal DVD case, but it has a bright, like super bright orange parka that you zip around the DVD case. Oh yeah! Oh my I've god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. Um, but it's it's an amazing show. Yeah. So that, yeah, and I'm still riding with my timber twist. I actually just put a fresh uh, Blackwing 602 stub in it. Nice. So I'm still still loving that, using it a ton. And I've got a Chicago Field Notes that I'm nearing the end of in front of me. Caitlin, do you have one of those timber twists? I do not yet. I know Caroline has one. Um, she's brought it and shown it off, but I haven't tried one yet. Somebody in the group mentioned about how, you know, it's only just a little bit lighter uh, on the scale than the, the aluminum ones. Yeah. But it feels just like so much lighter. Yeah. Just, yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. Just feels perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, and you can, you can imagine where it's, where the weighting falls on it. You know, it's mostly at the tip now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, which totally makes sense of why it would feel so comfortable compared to the, the old, old one's cool. I like it, but sometimes it's like if you have a full stub in there, the thing just kind of feels unwieldy. Yeah. Just kind yeah. Of wagging around while you're writing. So exactly. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's see. all I got. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> drinking. Um, so I was looking around for something to drink, and <laughs> I um, had dinner at a um, carryout from a little taqueria near us last night, and um, I bought an, a lemon lime agua fresca, but I did not drink it. I've left it in the fridge, and so I pulled it out, and I'm like, "What could I do with this?" And I dropped a shot of tequila in it. <laughs> there you so go. As you do. <laughs> As you do. So now I'm drinking a uh, agua fresca with tequila in it that makes sort of an impromptu margarita. Um, and yeah, it's delicious. Uh, I am writing with a uh, Nataraj pop pencil, which uh, we'll talk about, uh, in my um, my right notepad's Kindred Spirit, um, the bright orange, butcher orange notepad, uh, which also talk about probably in the same fresh point <laughs> um two of my favorite things right now um and man so katie my wife is out of town for the week um we were both in indiana uh, over the weekend and i had to come back early to go to work and she's still there until the end of the week and uh, i'm taking this opportunity to just w- watch the things that she would not want to watch uh oh, yeah. so I've been inching through Breaking Bad like that for like four and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I just watched the first two episodes of season two of Mr. Robot. Um, I don't know if either of you have ever seen that. I've not, but I've heard it's good. Yeah. It's, it won uh, a bunch of awards. It did. It's, it's really interesting. So like first season is about this kid who's like a computer hacker and he is approached by like a... Uh, like a by Mr. Robot, who's like a revolutionary and wants to start like a digital revolution. And I won't go into any spoilers because there's a lot of twists and turns. Um, but the visual style is really amazing. Like it's it's kind of like a cross between like Fight Club and a Wes Anderson movie. Like it's oh my gosh, yeah, that sounds really it. interesting. That sounds amazing. <laughs> it's very like all the scenes are really like well set and symmetrical, and not a lot of like moving camera shots. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's not all bright and cheerful and like twee mm-hmm. like Wes Anderson. It's more gritty and dark and like muted colors, and it's pretty quiet. Yeah, it's it's really good. Plus mm-hmm. Christian Slater. Plus Christian Slater. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's so great. So uh, 
Yeah, um, I watched all of season one like pretty quickly, and season two, I'm taking it just as it as it's being shown. So it's pretty good. And um, I I should talk about what I'm reading. Um, I started this on the on the plane on the way back from Indiana. It's so good. Um, it's called All the Birds in the Sky. It's oh, I love that one. Oh, did you Sorry. read that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um I've always been aware of Charlie Jane Anders, who's the uh, the author and. Uh, she used to write for IO9. She's really great. Mm-hmm. And I've was... never heard of any of the things you're talking about, and I want to <laughs> know more. <laughs> so, uh, Charlie Jane Anders <laughs> is a sci-fi writer. Um, she was the, I think, former editor-in-chief of IO9, which is the um, like the sci-fi and fantasy mm-hmm. uh, website from Gawker. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and so All the Birds in the Sky is... It's It's a sci-fi book, but it's kind of fantasy kind of sci-fi it's like the perfect combination of the two and actually i think i know why it, you why you like it caitlin because we've had this conversation about good omens before oh yeah yeah in some ways it feels like that without necessarily the comedy in it yeah it felt like that but a little less good omens is very silly yeah and all the birds in the sky is not super silly right. it was just it's written really really beautifully and it was just like the world building, it mm. feels so real. Yeah, and gets so intense. It's ugh, I loved that book. I really liked it. Yeah, it's um it's interesting because I did not realize that it was going to be mostly set in San Francisco. Oh yeah, yeah. And I've been reading a lot of books lately that just sort of like happened to be set in San Francisco that I didn't intend for it to be. And yeah, this is all happening while I'm like considering moving up to San Francisco this fall, <laughs> like up to the city proper. And have, I think these books are helping convince me. Have you finished it yet? No, not yet. I'm like maybe 80% of the way through. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause well, I'm, I'm like, buying it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It gets pretty, it gave me a lot of anxiety towards the end there, yeah. which I don't want to really like spoil it, but I think you'll see why as you get there. And it's just funny that you bring up San Francisco because it's a pretty integral part of the story towards the end, too. So, Hmm. yeah. Hmm. Cool. So uh, Because it ends in the Facebook office? It does. (laughs) It is in the Facebook office (laughs) and everything just blows up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just got done reading a a book that I still haven't figured out what opinion I want to form on it. Uh, It's called I Hate the Internet. Hmm. Um, It's it's like a... I don't even know. It, it's it's a very like cynically written book, but a very like, uh, like well written book. It's kind of a like a social justice progressive book, but in like set around a novel. Um, it's really good, but definitely not definitely not. Um, uh, oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> cool. Do you listen to other people? No. Podcast. Uh, it's a really great podcast. It's kind of like. WTF with Mark Maron, but it's strictly <laughs> uh, like narrative arts, like uh, novelists, nonfiction writers, hmm. editors, things like that. And he had that guy, the, or the person who wrote that on. I remember listening to the interview and it sounded super interesting. So. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. It's not particularly complimentary toward uh, my industry, which is completely <laughs> fine. And I agree with a lot of points, but it's a, it's a really good book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um <laughs> Yeah, let's uh, launch in. Let's launch into fresh points. This is the point in the show in which we were going to live call Johnny, and uh, without um, 
really like having him prep for it just to see how it's going with with him and his wife <laughs> and the new baby. But he texted Tim and me maybe half an hour ago and said, "Is like guys, I'm too tired." Just like, just like what? What? Why are you tired? You didn't have oh, to do any of that work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you haven't slept since Tuesday? Whatever, <laughs> big deal. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah we we won't do that so um yeah let's talk about fresh points caitlin what are you uh what's going on with you all right all right i have a few fresh points and i'm actually glad that you reached out to me when you did because normally i wouldn't really have a lot, anything to say and right now i have a lot of things to say yeah um so the first is that this is just really exciting for us maybe not as exciting for pencil people um the floor in the shop is new. <laughs> uh, we just had it redone. Um, they finished last yesterday, and we got all the furniture and everything moved back in, and it looks freaking fantastic. And we were, like, really scared for a minute there because at one point where they told us they'd be done Tuesday night, and then Tuesday night we discover the tiles are still in Illinois, and we're <laughs> like, oh, crap, how are the tiles going to get here? And the, Luckily, the company that was installing them for us took, like, total control and responsibility of the situation and somehow got them on an airplane what? and overnighted them, like, the very last flight of the evening. So they arrived. They were installed. Like, everything went incredibly well. And now, thankfully, we might never have to sit on the floor and magic erase or the white tiles. <laughs> that was why we had to replace them is they were so hard to clean. Yeah. So now we have a more different black and white tile. They look amazing. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, so today, you know, while we're enjoying our lovely new floor and finally being back open after being, you know, in the midst of this craziness for a couple days, uh, we got a very, very large mother load delivery from Hindustan Pencils, which is really exciting because it takes us – I think we – Place the order with them in like, I want to say like April. It took a long time to get these pencils here. <laughs> um, and so we, we finally have the Absara Absolute back in stock, which is one of my favorites. Mm. Um, we also finally have the uh, marble pencils back in stock, which have been gone since I think like Christmas. Like those have been gone for a while. Yeah. yeah. And we've got one new thing, and I'm really sorry about this, Andy, because you mentioned you were writing with a pop pencil. We were not able to get the pop pencils. Instead, we got Joy. It's spelled J-O-I. They come in these kind of, like, kind of a similar concept, like, color scheme-wise to the pop, but they are green, blue, red, and purple, each with, like, a contrasting color on, like, the tip. I think Caroline uh, put a picture in the group somewhere about them, and they, they look amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. have a similar – right. they're a 2B like the pop was. So they feel similar. They don't look the same, but they're still like a really fun color palette, and they still have that like kind of nice, a little bit crumbly 2B like the pop. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing I really like about those, those um, pop pencils is – you know, not that necessarily they're in all sorts of colors, but that their color palettes are really amazing. Like mm -hmm. there's a yellow and gray and a fuchsia and mm -hmm. magenta. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it looks like the joy really like carries, carries that through. So 
Yeah. yeah. We're actually trying really hard to get um, two from another of Hind- So Hindustan it owns Natraj, Epsara, and Sivo. Hmm. Um, under their Sivo line, we were trying to get these ones that were like, again, like really brightly colored, but they had these like black patterns on them that really reminded me of um, Yikes pencils. Oh, yeah. They especially <laughs> have one that was like this lime green with like black zigzags. And, you and I was yourself. like, oh, I need this. <laughs> um, but we weren't able to get those. And we also weren't able to get the uh, sparkly glitter ones. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> it's, um, it, it's interesting because I feel like Epsara and, and, and how did you? So I, I would say Nataraj. How would you say it? We say Nataraj. Nataraj? Okay. Yeah. Epsara uh, and Nataraj, um, it seems like there's some models that they like share brand names through like there's somebody has some epsara yeah. with the top on it too yeah and i'm not really sure because they also do that with the platinum and ruby lines mm-hmm. um i'm sorry that it's the 621 and the platinum line i think because within the 621 line they have like 621 ruby and 61 pearl um and 621 like amber and so they're essentially like the same pencil just with different colors on the outside yeah. Um, but they, between those, they have, I think they have Epsara 61s and they have Natraj 61s. So I'm not sure if that's like a distribution thing. It probably is. Um, but yeah, they're quality wise, I've, from what I've come across, they seem to be the same thing. Cool. And are, are those, um, are those in stock on the site yet or is that? The that ones that we out? already had in the past, um, the absolutes and the marbles are in stock. Mm-hmm. Um, fun new thing. The marbles come in boxes now. It used to be that they just came in like this tube of like 36 pencils. And now we actually, they come in a box with one of those really crappy erasers. I'm sorry, crappy erasers. <laughs> <laughs> they come in a box with the, those erasers and, uh, with a little sharpener and the box is kind of cute too. Um, the other, the only other thing like this is like minor. We got the platinums, the platinum tubies without erasers on them because the erasers again are super super terrible. Mm-hmm. But we <laughs> we like flip flop. We like totally screwed up. We went to get the six two ones without erasers and we got them with erasers. So we're just gonna like bypass the whole six two ones and sell through what we have. And we'll end up getting another order of, we still have a lot of 61s. Um, we'll end up getting another order from uh, Hindustan probably in the next couple of months. So, cool. yeah, there's plenty there to enjoy for in the meantime. Um, hmm. I guess I'm still on my first points, aren't I? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like talking a lot. It's kind of weird. Um, so I have two more things in the vintage pencil discussion you know after i've already shared my like ronson pencil lighter i'm on a bit of a kick right now so the first is that we made this really excellent friend in the pencil store uh a little while ago his name is steven and steven and his nephew collect and repair a lot of vintage metalworks. um they particularly like vintage sharpeners Hmm. Um, if they have a Pinterest, the Pinterest is like Pinterest.com slash always stay sharp. I wrote it down. Yay. Um, 
But they, so they repair, they repair vintage sharpeners and they sent us one called the uh, US Automatic. And I did this whole little like um, photo spread of it and I t- filmed a little video of me using it and I'm going to be posting that on our blog. But it's just like, it's really incredible to meet people that love pencils, but like love like a completely different aspect of them that. Yeah. I don't normally get into and it was just like trolling through this guy's Pinterest who he's like dug up all even like the patent info for all of these like it's wow. pretty incredible yeah and isn't it isn't it funny to think that he was out there and you haven't met him or heard about him until now yeah, yeah. like <laughs> he's all like existed you know kind of yeah. like the group exist you know you guys it's like a <laughs> it's been like a super private thing for him or something for a long time maybe yeah or, yeah <laughs> <clears throat> so that's just really fun um it's cool yeah i'm hoping that we'll be trading once i sent him back the u.s automatic getting another one to play with um but that one is definitely cool it has this little three like a tri-cornered blade that turns and sharpens the pencil with a blade it's so cool hmm. um yeah there's all sorts of amazing things like that um uh, Charles Berlsheimer, when I was working uh, at Pencils.com, got, I think he wanted it at an eBay auction, but it was a combination pencil uh, vending machine and pencil personalizer. Interesting. So, like, you put in five cents, and it's, like, super old. You put in five cents, and you, like, it's almost like a, like a, what I'm trying to say, like a label maker. You, you like, yeah, advance, I- and you can type up to 15 characters, <laughs> and then just, like, it stamps it and spits it out. It's amazing. That is so cool. Yeah. I would love to see that someday. Yeah. <laughs> um, my last little fresh point. Nope. I'm sorry. I have two more. Then I'm <laughs> done, I it. swear. No. Um, I have a pencil mystery for anybody that would love to tell me more about it. I found Elgin pencils. <laughs> um, specifically... Now you say, did you founded Elgin pencils? Found. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I stumbled across it at a really great little dusty stationery store in uh, the financial district of New York City. Um, it's called the Elgin 7803 Thin Line. Um, it says it's made in the USA. It looks to be about, uh, I'd say, like, based on this, like, metal cap on the end of it, probably, like, 1940s, 1950s, depending and I can't find anything about it. Hmm. Nothing. Nothing. The closest I've come is Elgin School Supply that was founded in 1968. But it just doesn't look quite 1968-ish to me. You know, on eBay right now, there is a um, a lot of 72 vintage pencils with I a bunch of that. Elgin 720s in it. <laughs> and I thought that it might be the same company, but I also can't really see the pencil in those terrible photos. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Anyway, that's my little pencil mystery is I want to know more about the Elgin Pencil Company. Wouldn't it be amazing no, I, if you were related to the founder of it somehow? It would be, <laughs> but like I find it to be... <laughs> well, on the, do you notice on the box of 72 uh, vintage pencils on eBay, um, that company is in California. California, yeah. <laughs> I see like, that. what? <laughs> and you will- I have, and I might be like totally making this up in my head, but... I, I haven't read the entire Petrosky book, but mm-hmm. I do feel like there's mention at some point of Elgin. So that'd be 
maybe worth checking into. Have you read that before? No, I haven't actually. Yeah, I, I just kind of chipped through it and jumped around, but I do. It really now it's starting to ring a bell. There is some mention of that in in his book, so it'd be worth checking. Yeah, totally. I mean, mostly when you talk about Elgin and vintage ephemera, you're talking about watches, yeah, and like brass working um, or other like metalworks. But I've never seen pencils before, hmm. so you'll be happy to know, and you probably know this already, that you are the. Uh, third result on when you Google Elgin pencils. So. I saw that. It, it's the first. It's the, <laughs> so weird. First, it's this place in Elgin in the UK called a shop called Pencil Me In. I looked at their website. <laughs> it's pretty cute. Yeah, there's yeah. a town. Isn't there a town in like around Illinois. Chicago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elgin. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah a pencil shop. <laughs> Maybe this Probably. is where that pencil is from. <laughs> Hmm. Um, okay, and my, my this is my last fresh point. I swear, <laughs> um, we are gearing up pretty spectacularly for back to school season. Yeah. So we will be doing in July, or I'm sorry, the very end of July and throughout August, we'll be doing some special promotions, probably a couple giveaways, um, and we'll have a lot of new stuff, including some fun sharpeners and we've got a sharpener for lefties that we really like. So we're going to be stocking that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back to school. Leftorium. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a, um, a cum that is, That's for, it. is it that one? That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I bought it. I got it a long time ago when pencil things was still around and I like tried it out and I was just like, man, I, I didn't know it could be like this. Like this is so much easier to like, turn back toward you instead of turning turning away from you i just um, honestly like never thought about it and then yeah, i was I like yeah. trying one today and i'm yeah. like oh this makes sense i'm not even a left-handed person and i'm just like oh i get <laughs> like why this would suck if you were doing it yeah with the right yeah so i'm really glad that we discovered those yeah. and are able to stock them among mm. many other fun new things yeah so <laughs> stay tuned um, can I ask, and maybe maybe you don't have an answer to this yet, or maybe it's a no comment, but um, any word on those highly coveted Pollux sharpeners? Oh, yeah. All right. So <laughs> I'm actually really, really glad that you asked me that because I would really love to shed some light on this situation. Yeah. So we we ordered them a long time ago, like yeah. pretty much like right when going, we... But... Yeah, we ordered <laughs> Sorry. them... <laughs> Pretty much right when we got back from Paper World in Frankfurt, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where we discovered them. Um, now, M&R, Mobius and Rupert, um, their distributor in the U.S. is the same one that uh, that we work with for other brands. Um, so we already had a relationship with them. We we're like, sweet, this is going to be super easy because we already know these people. We don't have to like set up a new company account with somebody else. Yeah. And at first, they tell us, okay, they're coming from Germany. It's just going to take a while. And then it was like, okay, well, what's a while? And like, they have to make more. And then it was like, oh, we hear there's a brass, a brass shortage. <laughs> what? <laughs> we heard that from the the uh, competitor brass sharpeners in Germany, Ducks. Yeah. Uh, we heard that they're having a brass shortage, so we think that there might be some <laughs> kind of connection there. 
because one it takes up like, so much brass <laughs> yeah. to make those things. I don't know. So the honest to God truth is that the latest from our distributor, um, we talked about this about maybe a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. Uh, we asked like flat, like what's going on with this? And they said, <laughs> They're having trouble with Mobius and Rupert. I think Mobius and Rupert caught on to the fact that these are probably going to be pretty coveted. Mm. The Pollux in particular. That's the curved blade one. Yeah. There's Pollux and Castor, and I get them a little confused. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they are in like a negotiation with the distributor where originally they said it was going to be one set price, and now they're coming back. <laughs> Saying it's going to be another set price. Mm-hmm. So between that and I think some manufacturing complications, we just don't know. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that was a really long story to tell you. I'm sorry. We don't no, know. That's... So it's, yeah. it, it sounds at least like um, the negotiation portion of it where they're trying to figure out um, pricing and like costs and all that, uh, I feel it sounds like that's going to probably wrap up hopefully soon. $11 million is how much it's going to cost. Right? And like, we're going to pay it. <laughs> I'm, it's, to me, it's sounding like these are going to cost probably a bit more than the, the bullet ones. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like there is an end in sight. I just really, I'm really crossing my fingers that the our distributor just comes back and is like, we're not working with Mobius and Rupert anymore. <laughs> like, I don't want that to be the case, but we're, we are working and we will hopefully get them, you know, the same time everybody else gets them. Cool. Um, yeah. Nice. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> no. no, no, it's not your fault. You're doing everything you can. And that's why we appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Right. <laughs> Better CW pencils do it than everybody who like tries to negotiate some like, awful website and they can't get through or they can't get samples somehow. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if some people have like pencil people, pencil fans have been emailing Morbus and Rupert directly and asking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just like imagine that happening a little bit. Or buying plane tickets. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go there and I'm going to get it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get that $10 sharpener. Whatever it takes. Go on, pencil people. Slow your roll so CB Pencils <laughs> has a better time. And then we can all have nice nice sharpeners. <laughs> yeah. You want to know it's really funny, though? Not this is related to, but unrelated. It's just, like, funny the way that word spreads. Mm-hmm. Because we, we've been dealing with the question about this since Paper World. Like, yeah. since I think somebody posted that blog post in the, the God, what's the German one called? Oh, um... That he Lex- had the thing on it. Yeah. Was that the Le- Lexi- Lexi Hillucker? Lex- yeah, Lex Kellogg. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that one that's hard to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've been getting questions about that almost daily since then. But, you know, uh, the Black Wings, I know this is somebody's going to be talking about these. The <laughs> 56s were announced literally, what, like yesterday at like noon? Yeah. I don't remember what time it was. Mm-hmm. And we've received nonstop questions like, <laughs> when are you going to get these? Oh, because of the, the New like, York connection. Yeah, we're like, they came out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get them the second that they are announced. Like, they're coming. <laughs> yeah. So it's just it's like funny the way that. 
they think the it's, reputation of these things is spreading. They think you're like um you're like Best Buy or something where you know they have all of the like the new video game in stock in the back, but they just oh my God. put it on can the shelves you, until the instant that it goes live. Can you imagine if we did like a midnight release party? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would come and stand in line. Oh, I will get my sleeping bag. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do that in our neighborhood. <laughs> oh my god! T- Tim and I will hang out downstairs and eat fried chicken and champagne. That's a good idea. Yeah. Hey, that would make me feel invincible. So let's just do that, man. <laughs> we'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> we'll make that a plan for the next special <laughs> launch of something. Yeah. CW pencils, the Best Buy of pencils. <laughs> I don't like that. No, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! <clears throat> cool. Yeah. Well, Tim, do you want to um, let the cat out of the bag? No, it's it's fine in the bag. It's, I don't like cats. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, no, so, <laughs> uh, are you talking about black wings? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Blackwing 56 was announced. It was kind of hinted little by little. Uh, you had mentioned something like it could be baseball-related, and we were trying to figure out what the date. And there were a few possibilities that were popping up date-wise because the day they released, or the day we thought they would release, was, wasn't it 7-Eleven? Um, it was the week of 7-Eleven, yeah. It was, well, yeah, it was the week of 7-Eleven, and then did some digging, and ends up that uh, July 11th was the day that Babe Ruth played his first major league game. Mm-hmm. And so I was like totally convinced that that's what it was going to be. Yeah, uh, I thought that was National Slurpee Day. Sorry. <laughs> a, a Slurpee pencil would be incredible. <laughs> Next year, Blackwing, I think we have a thing. <laughs> it's like you could lick it and it tastes like cherry limeade or something like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or it's like a mush of colors for when you mix them all together. Yeah. yeah. Or do you like the special, uh, the paint, like the... What do you call it? Like the mood ring paint where yeah. you like touch it and it changes oh, yeah. color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they en- ended up coming out with Blackwing 56, which is 56, uh, dedicated to Joe DiMaggio, New York Yankees outfielder who hit safely, uh, reached base safely via a hit in 56 straight games, which is the all time record, which will probably never be broken. The closest anyone's got is 44. Mm. Um, and so it's it's a big time record. It's one that it's not as sexy as you know hitting eighty eighty something home runs, whatever Barry Bonds did. Yeah. Uh, so, but it makes sense why they picked it because it's like one of those totally untouchable records. Um, maybe someone in the next fifty years could get close, but you never know. Uh, and so the pencil came out uh, as when we found out that it was the fifty six. I mean, clicked immediately. It's going to be a DiMaggio edition, and it's going to be pinstriped. Like obviously, <laughs> that's. A, I, I think I we had a text message conversation. I said that like immediately. It's like, well, yeah, okay, it's uh, pinstripes. We so between between you, I mean, just the collective problem solving skills of our pencil group is incredible. I think that I think that the group has cracked um, maybe like four of the five editions so far. Mm-hmm. maybe oh man maybe like two i don't know they've cracked a bunch of them 211 was my favorite yeah somebody like were matched up that was that, like, like some sherlock holmes stuff right there <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> like they like just had the outline of the john muir trail and somebody yeah. like, oh figured it out two, like, 211 <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> like how long have you been on Google Maps, dude? Like that's a little little intense, but I, I've um, sort of been expecting a baseball edition for um just for months now just because it's a, there's a pretty strong like baseball fandom that runs under the people at, at pencils.com. And so yeah, they're in our uh, our fantasy baseball, our stationary fantasy baseball league, the oh AL Star Baseball. Oh wow. Yeah, with with Brad Dowdy and Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's got we got uh, office supply geek and yeah, Brad Dowdy and <laughs> is it like and the official like Blackwing office one or is it like Charles isn't it and uh, it's like a office one I think. What, know, what is their team something called? Like that. You know that's a good good question. I already stole the Blackwing socks so they couldn't have that. <laughs> but I just wait till they put a trademark on it and just just see. Some I forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll be hearing from our lawyers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and even in the original video for the volumes they hinted at a 42 like yeah. a jackie robinson edition which mm-hmm. i would have probably preferred that would have been amazing like think of like a bright blue yeah uh black wing would have been awesome i'm, I'm thinking like a bright wing a bright blue black wing with a white feral hmm. mm-hmm. would have been super cool but um but anyways yeah they came out with black wing 56 it's it says firm graphite which we generally associate with a 602 for uh core at and the blue eraser. So I don't know. It looks you... like it's a navy blue eraser, not yeah. like the, the yeah. refill blue. Well, so tell you what, I don't know if you can hear this. Um, <laughs> that is oh, yeah, my yeah. unopened box right now. So I will, I will uh, tear into it. Do it and see what. Uh, try not to drop this on the computer and shut it all down. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna shut this thing down. <laughs> um, cool. I'm super excited about this edition. I mean, I, I actually got a text message from Toffer who said, like, this edition's made for you or something. And I was yeah. like, well, I hate the Yankees, but yeah, I get <laughs> baseball. Yeah, no, but it is. I mean, At it, least it's, it's a, aesthetically pleasing because I don't yeah, know yeah. anything about baseball, and I think it's so, a really nice-looking pencil. Yeah. yeah. Well, and jo- well, and jo- yeah, and Johnny also said something to me like, yeah, it's the or it's the Yankees or I hate the Yankees, but like I do hate the Yankees, but I love Joe DiMaggio, so I'm super <laughs> excited about this. Uh, my dad and I are actually reading a book called Summer of '49 uh, about DiMaggio and Ted Williams this summer together, uh, talking about it. But hmm. he's he's just a, a fascinating guy. Yeah, he's but, from uh, San Francisco, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. His dad was a fisherman in San Francisco. Is um, did I hear somewhere he was like just figured and figured he would just play at the giants or he really, really wanted to play for the giants or what mm. was, I can't remember the story there. I'm I don't sure know that for sure, but I would, I would assume, I would assume so, you know, yeah. he ended up with the Yankees and then, you know, married Marilyn Monroe. Uh, That's right. So pretty yeah. big. Yeah. So, so he's, he's a pretty big pop culture icon, but so, mm-hmm. so this eraser is, I would actually say it's somewhere between like a Royal blue and a Navy. It's, mm-hmm. it's sort of it, like, it's a dark blue for sure, but it's very like vibrant of a dark blue. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh this is cool too the you know the little tubed edition that comes with it. Um the end caps, the little rubber end caps for this. Um rather than than black, uh like the last four have been, this one is that same blue color. So that's a nice little like flourish. It's not a painted like a baseball. No, it should be, that should be <laughs> like a bat. Yeah. I was really hoping that's what you were gonna say. <laughs> so um should Wood I paneling. should I spoil the um should I spoil the gift for year one subscribers to the world? Uh, you know, you're, you, I think I know, it's already Andy, been spoiled. I saw it. Yeah, on the Andy, Facebook group. Andy, you listen to the incomparable, right? 
yeah, yep. Yeah. So like we we talked about this before, like the, the spoiler, spoiler horn. horn yeah. Which <laughs> it should, if you this is totally off topic. This is because <laughs> I've had two drinks, but <laughs> since we started recording, but. Have you guys seen Finding Dory? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. <laughs> so I may have seen it twice, um, but my son, my son loves it. And there's this beluga whale. They're in this this uh, <laughs> habitat mm-hmm. for uh, recovering animals. And there's a beluga whale character that like fakes. He pretends that he doesn't know how to use his echolocation, <laughs> and and finally he figures it out. And like starts using it, and I feel like that would be our perfect uh, spoiler horn. And so Henry and I, Henry and I keep doing it together, where the little blue whale puts his like fins up by its head and goes, and like makes this like. <laughs> okay, okay, Tim, sound the spoiler echo. Location. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I am. And then, uh, okay, here we go. Here it comes. There you go. All we were right. at the water park today, and my son and I did that like a hundred <laughs> times. So I've got this. <laughs> so the um, <laughs> so the the year one um, uh, membership thing for people who have renewed their subscription is a Blackwing Volumes Challenge Coin, which is pretty cool. Um, if if we're not all familiar with what a challenge coin is, it's a military concept in which like a, a unit or a division or something like that. Uh, would have like a little like a big heavy coin with like their like logo and information on it, and if you're out at a bar with with your buddies and somebody from maybe like a competing branch of the military, well they don't compete, but like a different branch of the military <laughs> or a different division or someone, um, if he pulls out his challenge coin and taps it on the bar, um, you have a certain amount of time to pull out your challenge coin as well, and whoever is caught without their challenge coin buys drinks for everybody. So it's not a pog. It's not a. <laughs> you could use it as a big slammer if you wanted to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Only the second '90s ephemera. Yes. Yikes! Yikes! Pencils and blackwing pogs. Northern exposure. Yes, a northern exposure. <laughs> oh, so not to mention, so I've I've had I posted about this on Facebook, but I have had that um that song by Weedus, that teenage dirtbag song. Oh God! I've had that stuck in my head all day. I don't know why, like so bad. So you know that's on the uh, on Spotify when it comes up, and it comes up often in the pencil shop. Yes, um, it comes up as being part of the Dawson's Creek soundtrack. Yes, yes, indeed. That's <laughs> I found that on uh, yeah on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what song that is, Tim? Tim, I'm sorry, oh, I was sorry. on mute for a second because <laughs> I was taking it. I was taking a drink and the ice clinking. Sorry, so you have to. You were, just, you were just singing, I'm just a teenager. Teenage yeah, and I accidentally <laughs> kicked over the dresser next to me. And so, um, it's a huge mess. Okay. Pull yourself together, Watson. <laughs> okay. So I'll enter in right after you ask me if I've heard of it. Okay. No, I think we should leave this in. I, I know. That's, we more, should. that's more hilarious. <laughs> <clears throat> so, Tim, have you, uh, have you heard of, of Teenage Dirtbag? Again? <laughs> what is happening? Come on. <laughs> uh, I haven't had a good response. You asked me if I've heard of Teenage Dirtbag, and I was like, well, I was one at one point, but I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> but I, I hit mute, so. Ask me one more goddamn time. <laughs> Tim. At this point, I think we just need to insert song here. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, have you heard uh, Teenage Dirtbag? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I've never heard of this damn song. So, but uh, Dawson's Creek. There's there's our Dawson's fourth Creek. '90s reference of the day. All the '90s references. So, <laughs> who, who needs Johnny? We can have plenty of fun with Caitlin here. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny, you can't come back. <laughs> He's on. He'll be on paternity leave for a while anyway. Forever? No. Forever. <laughs> It's a it's a four month paid paternity leave, so <laughs> we have a ven- very generous package here. Yeah. Awesome, <laughs> cool. So, um, yeah, I will um, sharpen one of these up, and I know that people have been getting these black wings. Um, I think it's pretty fantastic that we are in episode fifty six of the Raceable Podcast. Whoa! Yeah, uh, mind blown. Magic. Yeah, and Johnny Johnny has this is going to be uh, baby Rosie's. Uh, fancy like birth pencil because it, it arrived the day she was born to Johnny. Yeah, so it'll be uh, Blackwing 56 and bylines because yeah. he, he also stores away the uh, oh, field yeah. notes edition. Yeah, he does. So he talked about because uh, wasn't Henry, Henry was Night Sky. Yeah. Or something like that. So he's got some stored away for him. That's super cool. I actually had a customer once who wrote us this really beautiful story about how her favorite pencil is a Blackfeet Indian pencil. Hmm. She has one that she took her, I think her SATs, her college, like LSATs, signed her or filled out paperwork for her marriage license and like filled out something for the birth of both of her children with the same pencil. Wow. Like, it's like cool. a life pencil. <laughs> You probably should be filling out legal documents with a pencil, though. No, that's what I said. <laughs> spoil the whole magic of the story. The concept of it is really yeah, nice, that is, though. That is really so. cool. And now I'm being audited. Because yeah. <laughs> I did my so taxes now. in pencil. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, but well. Rose gets to have the DiMaggio pencil. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Well, um... Probably also uh, do we did we last time cover? I know we talked about the um, the announcement of the right pads, um, kindred spirit notepad. But did we actually talk about how it is and how it feels? I don't think so. Okay, no, I don't. It's all kind of swirling around in my head because I was in the middle of a move during that. But yeah, Caitlin, do you have one of these? We actually just got them as we were unpacking all of our furniture back into the store yesterday. Are you, are you selling these? Yeah, yeah. We only um, we sell the limited edition right pads in store only. Wow. So we we've had the Lenore ones for a while. Yeah. And we now have the Kindred Spirit ones. Oh, that's um, fantastic. Yeah, and we sell the the just the regular three pack that he does yeah. on our website, but the other ones we keep in store only. Cool. Mm-hmm. So if you're in New York, if you're in the New York area, head down yeah. to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, this is this is. I, I can't express enough how much I like this this edition. It's um you know, it has that yeah. just really bright, cheerful um butcher orange cover. And it's it's not super thick. I guess they only make butcher orange in like two weights and this one is an eighty pound. So I'm guessing that the Lenore and then their regular edition is a little bit heavier, maybe like a hundred pound. Mm-hmm. That's just a guess. Um but I am loving the insides of this. It's it's um, 
It has like a bright orange lining on it. Um, Tim, this was your fresh point. Do you mind me talking or do you want to? No, go take for over? it. Okay. Yeah. No, whatever. <laughs> I'm just going to steal. It's, um, it's all going to the same place anyway. <laughs> that's so. true. It's all going to the internet. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that has a bright orange lining on it. Um, it's like a standard, like, lined notebook. Uh, except that on the left side, maybe like half an inch in, uh, there's a double line, uh, almost like a ledger mm-hmm. and it is perfect for to-do lists. Yeah. Yeah. I've been using it f- all week for this. Um, and yeah, it's, it's so great. It looks, it looks really good. Um, and even if, if it gets to the point where it just sort of starts falling apart, I think it will fit in my field notes stuff sheath. Mm-hmm. So nice. yeah. Yeah, and uh, another little thing about this edition is, I don't know if you noticed, but the the original ones, the red, white, and blue ones, mm-hmm. they're a little, they're like too wide, at least for like for me to put in a pocket, like a shirt pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least like on a on my the shirts I typically wear, and this one is a little bit narrower, which is nice. Um, I don't know if that's just a coincidence or if that was a conscious decision, but it seems a, just a little bit narrower, just just a touch, just enough to be a little more carryable. Yeah. But yeah, I love the the weight of the cover. Mm-hmm. Nice and flexible. I guess if I had one criticism for this, it would be that the the smooth paper it feels really nice and it writes really well, but it it, mm-hmm. uh, it ghosts really bad. Um, mm. On the back, so oh, okay. I think it's yeah. I haven't noticed that yet. It's kind of a vellumish um, cover, obviously not made of real real vellum, as we have learned from reading uh, paper paging through history, <laughs> <laughs> which I'll talk about in a second. Um, more about, but uh, it's yeah. It's besides that, it's so great. I'm I'm looking forward to. I had a, I was feeling a little trepidatious about moving away from like the saddle stitched um, notebooks, just because. They like field notes and uh, word notebooks have fewer pages in them, and I go through them so slowly that often they start to fall apart, or I start to get tired of it before I'm done using it. <laughs> so I, I think just because these feel so nice to use and just look so great, I'm I'll be incentivized to go through it faster. Oh, I would say, or use it until next June. Yeah, <laughs> right. Use it more. I, I use it more, and I'll go through it faster. So yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Chris, this is bravo to you. This is so great. Um, Very well done. Yeah, I wrote a I wrote a blog post on Woodclinched. I'm trying to update that more because I just should. Um, just about two little things that have been kind of bringing me joy lately, and one of them is the Natraj um, pop pencils, and one of them is is these notepads. And using them together is really great. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I should. Oh, Tim, do you have any more fresh points? <laughs> now that I no, stole that one from you. <laughs> no, no. Well, you also gifted me the Blackwing Fifty Six. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I was gonna do like rant about how I don't understand Snapchat, but I'm just gonna not, <laughs> I'm just gonna, not gonna do that. So. <laughs> That's for the After Dark episode when we just like, yeah. go on a tirade <laughs> about how it about makes me media. feel like an elderly person. Like when I try to use it, I'm like, wait, so it's just pictures of me all the time? Like that doesn't seem right. It's got to be something else. Well, I'll I'll then launch into my like social media professional like um thing about how what it well, like what geniuses the snapchat people are so we can okay save that All right. <laughs> okay that sounds good and then maybe we can have some sort of like giveaway where if somebody you know have a, have a bunch of people comment and then 
well, I guess that wouldn't work. But like the winner, <laughs> <laughs> the winner gets to see my amazing uh, face swap today that I sent to you. Yes. Yeah, it's a it's a face swap involving me after being at the pool for like five hours with hat head and uh, an old photograph of John Steinbeck. So <laughs> it's it's out there somewhere. Give you a Snapchat or face swap. Yeah. <laughs> Face swap freaked out my son, by the way. It was, did it? <laughs> yeah. He sort of loved it, but he like he had a beard and he was like, What is going on? <laughs> well the fact that you can then sort of like move your um move your like masked face around is pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> so I'm not gonna do that though. I, I have to no. say, um, speaking of Snapchat, you know who you know who kills it at Snapchat is uh the pencil. CW pencils. CW pencils. Yeah. <laughs> is that Caitlin, is that you or is that Alex? It's team effort. Sometimes yeah. it's me, sometimes it's Alex, sometimes it's Caroline. Yeah. Um, but we've been trying to use it a lot more yeah. because we, have, we all have like 17 phones and we're all Snapchatting <laughs> each other all day long anyway. We're yeah. like, uh, we should probably like document what we do for a living. Gosh, well, I need some tutoring. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun once you kind of get the hang of it. It does take a minute to like understand. I still can't figure out how you do time-lapse video. Um, but, you know, the rest of it we've kind of figured out yeah mm-hmm. cool um be a tutor a tutorial that sounds good <laughs> i need it we should do a you should just do like a facebook live stream to, to giving people a tutorial of snapchat <laughs> actually been talking about doing that um Hell yeah a facebook live talking about stuff like pencils and totally <laughs> no I'm, i'd watch yeah and snapchat yeah. obviously You'll just you'll just get just get every live video thing going at once. Like get Periscope, get Facebook Live, and just like oh blast the internet. Is Meerkat still a thing? Oh, Wait, I think one. it is. <laughs> I never know what happened with those ones. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, quick fo- quick follow up, um, Tim. Who was it who won the Write Notepads um, giveaway? It was a uh, Brody McDonald. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fantastic. So yeah, congratulations, Brody. Thanks, Chris, for doing that. Um, man, I had something and I completely lost my train of thought about what that was, and I did not write it down fast enough. So I'm gonna wait to see if that comes to me uh, and talk about my vintage finds, which are not not quite as cool as Caitlin's. Um, but I, my mother actually found this for me a. Um, an old bullet pencil that's in really good shape. It just needs to be polished up a little bit. Um, but it's of my favorite genre. That's kind of like, um, like a tourism bullet pencil. Mm-hmm. They're all done in this particular style, like illustration style. And it has a pretty like heavy half tone on it. And they just look so beautiful. Like everything from like Niagara Falls to the Golden Gate Bridge to like, like the Florida Keys, like everything is in this style. Every like tourism one that I can find. And this one is um, it's from Ideal Beach Resort on Schaefer Lake in Monte, Monticello, Indiana. It's not Monticello. It's Monticello because Indiana. Um, yeah. My, I know somebody who comes from the town of Versailles, Indiana, which is spelled mm-hmm. like one might spell Versailles, but it's not. Thanks, Indiana. Was, yeah. Isn't there a – Illinois has New Madrid. Yeah, New Madrid. Um <laughs> Uh, in Cairo, instead of Cairo, uh, both both Ohio and Indiana have uh, Peru. And my <laughs> my great my great uncle was born in uh, Milan, Ohio. 
Oh my gosh. Not Milan. 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 <laughs> wow. Milan. Milan. So, um, okay. yeah, fantastic uh, bullet pencil. I'm going to like either try to clean it up myself or send it off to uh, Randy or Huckleberry Woodchuck mm-hmm. to get done. Um, yeah, it looks really good. Uh, also, uh, where's my cat people at? I think you'd appreciate this. I have this old pencil from Lowe's brand kitty litter. What? <laughs> it's a, it's like some sort of a pr- old promotional pencil. Um, Lowe's brand kitty litter premium cat box filler, and it has like this this old maybe Lowe's logo with a little like paw print on it. And I'm just like, I just love that somebody out there was like, okay, we got this kitty litter, <laughs> we got to figure out how to like promote it. <laughs> Let's make pencils. Pencils. Yeah. Lately, we've been what finding. Are the, what a do lot the cats of... want these days? Oh my God. Does it have a slogan? It does not. Uh, it should. Lately, we've been finding a lot of advertising pencils for advertising pencils. Wow. It's real weird. Inception. <laughs> pencil set, pencilception. Someday you guys will have to come by and like dig through our box. We have about three thousand that we got from just this lady who collected them like throughout her life or her daughter collected them. And she was just like, let's get rid of these. <laughs> um, and it's just like amazing what you find in there. Oh, I bet. I would love to just like sift through that stuff. Just like read the slogans out loud. It's too funny. Yeah. Cool. Oh, um, I figured out last thing I was men- going to mention, this is my last fresh point. So, um, you can talk about something else if you want after this, but, um, since we recorded, I, I believe um, this episode has been released. Uh, our friend of the show, Harry Marks, who has been on before, um, he is a writer. He also has a podcast called Covered, which in which he talks to like authors and people about about the books they've written. Um, once a once a season, he does his podcast in seasons because he's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it from me, Marks. Um, anyhow, sorry. Um, <laughs> if we were live streaming right now, I'm, I'm sure I would be hearing about this in the chat because he has. It there. <laughs> anyhow, um, he uh, at the end of every season, he has like a book club episode in which he has somebody on. So uh, season one ended with uh, the life changing magic of tidy- tidying up. Somebody he and somebody had talked about that, which is really great and ties into my my Woodclinch blog post. But uh, season two ended with um, a book club discussion about this book by Mark Kurlansky called uh, Paper Paging Through History. And Mark Kurlansky is like a like a historian book writer. He he wrote a book about the history of salt, mm-hmm. which I actually have on Kindle, but I have not read yet. Um, and this one is about the history of paper and sort of about the history of like writing as well and a cultural history that goes around it. So, um, yeah, we we all read it. Um, Tim was in the middle of like moving frenzy when we recorded, so he did oh not, he, he did not join awful. us. Yeah. Um, but Johnny and I went on and talked about it with, um, with Harry. It's really good. I definitely recommend it. I'll put a link in show notes. Um, it's long and there are parts that are kind of dry, but it's really fascinating about the history of paper. Um, yeah, definitely recommend that. I, I will, I will admit right now, so I did buy a paper copy, and I did read most of that paper copy, <laughs> uh, but I also traveled um, on vacation on an airplane w- 
like while I was in the middle of reading it and I just like didn't want to deal with like a big paper book traveling with me. So I did get it for Kindle. Um, I feel a little bad about that, but Hey, I did buy the paper book too, right? Yeah. <laughs> I would really love it if books would catch on to what the record industry has been doing for a while, where mm. when you buy the hard copy, mm-hmm. you get a coupon for the dig- the digital download. Totally. Yeah, and DVDs are doing that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. come on, books. Yeah. <laughs> Well, books are known for their like rapid innovation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hasn't been a lot the of publishing in industry. Three hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> it always like, heartens me a little bit to hear people like feeling bad or being like shamed for using Kindles. I'm like, I love yeah. books, but you don't want to carry one on the subway. It's heavy. Yeah, and and I, I really have found an appreciation and sort of like a no shame approach to it about um, about that. Just because when I moved to the area that I'm in, um, I just really reduced my spit, like my physical space and I got rid of a bunch of my books. Yeah. So, uh, I, I definitely, I think just in this particular case, since this is a book about the history of paper, paper. (laughs) (laughs) um, somebody raised a good point, which I did mention on that, that episode. I was talking to somebody who works at a publisher of, um, like coffee table books. She was telling me that, um, that people are, are, taking better care about like the the like choosing a cover and choosing paper stock because they want something that's very tactile because that's the biggest selling point right now is like paper that feels really nice on your book something you you want to touch and like run your hands over um so i definitely see the point that that definitely was the case in this uh kurlansky book just feels really nice it's heavy as heck but it feels great to just kind of run your hands over it's a textured like laid paper or something it's pretty good it sounds nice. Yeah. So this is one of three books about paper that has sort of been out lately. Uh, Johnny, on this show earlier, Johnny read that on paper book. Mm-hmm. On paper. And then there's this other one. I think it's like a Japanese history of paper that I have to look up that came out not too long ago. So I don't know what the, like, why this resurgence, but it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Well, um... I think we're out of fresh points. Does anybody else have anything we should uh, talk about? Should we wrap it up? I think we're good to go. Cool. Mm-hmm. Let's button this thing up. Yeah. Let Caitlin <laughs> get back to her life. And since Maybe. We're, since I just like messaged you this afternoon, it's like, Caitlin. <laughs> uh, Did you have two hours to spare? <laughs> cool. Oh, we're good. It's only an hour 15. Yeah. Not yeah. bad at all. So, um, Caitlin, thank you so much for for subbing and hosting and being uh, not Johnny on the spot. <laughs> Caitlin on the spot. <laughs> uh, where, where can people find you on the internet? Like Johnny on the block? Yeah. Johnny from the block? Don't be fooled by the pencils that I got. <laughs> I don't even know if I could talk now. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at kate.elgin or on Twitter, which I have but rarely use as Caitlin underscore Elgin. Uh, or you can always find me with any of the pencil shop stuff. Um, since we talked about Snapchat, our Snapchat is the pencil ladies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and our Instagram is CW pencil enterprise. Cool. And Tim, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. And how about Snapchat? 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real answer. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's Tim Watson. But cool. um, so uh, I am uh, a Wellfully a W E L F as in Frank L E on um, Twitter, uh, and you can find uh, pencil tw- tweets uh, at Woodclinched and on my blog at woodclinched.com. Um, and if you want to find out more about my general writing, um, I'll, this is the last time I'm just super proud of this domain name. So bear with me. Uh, you can find my writing at andy.coffee. <laughs> I'm so pleased with myself. It's not even funny. <laughs> uh, so, uh, this is the erasable podcast. This is episode 56. Uh, you can find, uh, the audio file, um, and show notes at erasable.us slash 56. Uh, find out more discussion. Um, just see what we've been saying besides what we've been saying on this group on this podcast at our uh, amazing Facebook group. We're twelve hundred and some members strong. It is facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. Uh, if you just want to follow the Facebook page for random updates, uh, that is at facebook.com slash erasable podcast. Uh, same thing on Twitter and Instagram. We are at erasable podcast. We'll have little goodies for you every now and then. Um, find us and rate us on iTunes, on the Google Play Store, recommend us on Overcast or whatever podcatcher you use if it has that feature. It just allows us to be discovered and seen a bit more. So, uh, thanks once again to Caitlin for being with us and thank you as always, Tim, and we will catch you all Mm -hmm. next time. Thank you. Happy happy birthday, Rosie Gamber. Yes. Yay. The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com.